Welcome to the V-Dot and Friends Podcast. This is DJ V-Dot, a.k.a. your auntie's favorite DJ, a.k.a. your granny's favorite referral coordinator, a.k.a. the late night plumber. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at V-Dot underscore the underscore DJ. Snapchat is DJ V-Dot 757. Shout out to Most McFly for the beat, for the intro for this podcast here. Uh, this podcast you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Also on the Anchor app. Download the Anchor app, Google Play, or the App Store if you're an Apple user. Most uh, He got a show coming up here, November 2nd. Doors open at 10 p.m. at Walsh's Tavern, 63 Old York Road in Warminster, Pennsylvania. If you're out in that area, surrounding areas, you know, the Phillies, the Pittsburgh, go ahead and check out my man's uh, one-man show. He's going to make the beats and make songs to the beats right in front of you. He's been telling me, he said, you know what, V, I'm like, this might be it for me, so uh, I don't think they want to miss this. So definitely go check him out if you're in that area, November 2nd, 10 p.m. Also, I think I got my first idea for some merch. Maybe a t-shirt. Um, I will have more of that on my Twitter, my Instagram once it comes into fruition here. Uh, and you know, as always, I'm definitely going to go hit my man up, Chris, with Beach Imprints. Get him to make me a few shirts for uh, me and my, my, my wrestling friends here. Um, I'll have some information on how to get one if you would like to get one. Uh, but if you got some shirts or you got some things you need it printed up, hit them up at Beach Imprints at Outlook.com. Uh, B-E-A-C-H-I-M. P-R-I-N-T-S at Outlook.com or you can call them at 757-303-7178 that is 757-303-7178 should have brought back one of my old AKAs back from 2000-2001 back when I was in the Marine Corps they used to call me Freaky Creek (laughs) Hey, every, yeah, yeah. It might have some uh, truth to that back in those days. But um, things have changed, definitely. But shout out to everybody, uh, all my Marine Corps family from uh, 10th Marines. Alpha Battery to be exact, you know, uh, HP 507. Shout out to all y'all. Hope everybody's still doing well. We got Veterans Day coming up. We got Marine Corps birthday coming up first and then Veterans Day. Uh, A.K.A. Free Food Day. 
Um, I will, like always, every year, um, if you know me for a while or not, I always post all the spots where you can get your free your free steaks or your free coffee or I think Outback do the Bloomin' Onion, Applebee's does, Whole Meals, Golden Corral will be flooded with war veterans and active duty members trying to make their lunch break while they're on duty. Somebody else is holding the post down. But I will definitely hold y'all down with all those spots uh, for for Veterans Day. My birthday is coming up day after Veterans Day. Um, I stopped counting at 35. Now when they just say your age, I just put my birthday because sometimes I actually forget. But I'll, I'll be 37 this year. Yeah, 37. Wow. That is a long time of wrestling watching. <laughs> yeah, this is a wrestling podcast, of course. So let me uh, go ahead and jump into that stuff. Um, now, normally it would be a review of a random podcast generator that I Google and pick a, pick a pay-per-view and then review it. Uh, but this week in the wrestling world, we did uh, we had uh, some news that came out Monday night. Um, my guy, the big dog Roman Reigns, had to relinquish the WWE Universal Championship because uh, after almost eleven years of remission, his leukemias came back. So um, he had to he has to go home. He has to go uh, get that treatment. Wish him nothing but the best. Can't wait for him to come back because, man, that pop is going to be Hogan-esque. It's going to be stone cold. Like, the second you hear that, dum, dum, it's a wrap. We'll be waiting for you, Roman. But um, I think this week we'll just go ahead because let's 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 keep it real. A lot of people didn't dig the Roman Reigns character. And I really don't think they actually had a real reason not to dig, dislike the character of Roman Reigns. I mean, granted, the mic work could have been, I felt like if it was more himself, but I'm a Roman guy, first and foremost. But if you could tell it was more himself talking, I think he would have got more over with the crowd, even though the fact that the podcast of Doom came out and CM Punk pretty much told the whole internet wrestling community that Roman Reigns was going to be the next guy, even though the year prior we were cheering for him in the Royal Rumble, the year Batista won, and not Daniel Bryan. But Roman Reigns was actually a great wrestler. He has time and time again delivered. He was Making his way to be on the level of of John Cena. Now, don't I'm not saying John Cena is a great wrestler, but I'm just talking about how you boo him when he comes out, and by the end of the match, you're giving him a standing ovation because he puts on a good show. And it's just like some wrestling fans just know that's the cool thing to do, and they want to fit in instead of just being themselves in a situation and watching what they want to watch so Roman Reigns was getting that and he was getting it he was getting it pretty bad 
throughout the years. But he was putting on excellent matches. So um, I was online today and I saw this um, top 10 matches um, with the highest rating from your boy Meltzer. Um, it was on IWNNerd.com. Feel like I'll just go over it real quick. If you want to read the whole story yourself, that's where you go find that website. Um, but it did pretty much the top ten matches he's had that were rated four point two five, four and a quarter stars or better. Um, some of the honorable mentions here: they had Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns when they were the tag team champions uh, versus Cody Rhodes and Goldust, a Monday Night Raw match. Actually, got a Four and a quarter stars from your boy. Another one was Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes and Goldust versus the Usos at Hell in the Cell 2013. Uh, then you had The Shield versus Evolution at Payback 14. That was the pay-per-view the night before Seth Rollins uh, turned on everybody and started his run to the top, uh, to the top of the card. Then we had a Money in the Bank from 2014 where it was John Cena versus Kane versus Randy Orton versus Sheamus versus Roman Reigns versus Alberto Del Rio versus Cesaro and versus Bray Wyatt. I want to say this is the year Randy Orton won. Yeah, Randy Orton ended up winning the Money in the Bank that that night and then cashed in on Daniel. Cashed in? No. No. Or was this the one that Cena won and then lost his opportunity to see him pump? Well, I think I'm going to have to go back and watch that one. Maybe we'll review that one here in the coming weeks. Uh, then they had the SummerSlam match where Roman Reigns had just... This was his first singles match versus Randy Orton. Fresh out of the Shield breakup. Another one. Uh, Roman Reigns versus The Big Show at Extreme Rules 2015. Then we had a Night of Champions where it was uh, Chris Jericho... Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns versus the Wyatt family of Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, and Luke Harper. I remember that from 2015. Next would be uh, Roman Reigns versus Sheamus in uh, the TLC match from 2015. That's when Roman was almost there. The crowd was almost with him because I believe he uh, spirit Vince McMahon during this uh, storyline. This was before the Royal Rumble where he had to defend the title um, AJ Styles debut then we had uh, Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins Battleground 2016 that was uh, right before the brand split or the brand split that just happened and they were trying to find where the WWE championship was going to end up because Dean Ambrose was the champion currently Ended up winning the match, uh, retaining, and the WWE Championship went to SmackDown. Fastlane 2017, we had Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Another another classic. Braun was, and he, Roman Reigns doesn't get the credit that he deserves. He's who put Braun Strowman on the map. He's helped Braun Strowman get to superstar status. I don't know if there's anybody else on the roster that could have helped Braun out the way that Roman did from, and they had a crazy feud last year, man. A crazy feud. Enjoyed every moment of that. 
And then another, the last honorable mention they had was Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns on a Monday Night Raw episode. So, now we'll get to the matches that got higher than those. Um, the first one was The Shield versus the Wyatt family. This time it was Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan. And that was a four and a half star match. Uh, done on a March 3rd episode. Don't know much about that one. I think I'm going to have to look at, look at some old Raws from 2014. Then uh, remember the Shield versus Daniel Bryan Kane and, and Ryback at WWE TLC 2012. This was a... Uh, the their in ring debut as the shield. This was after TLC when they were actually introduced. Or not TLC. It was a triple threat match between CM Punk, Ryback, and John Cena. I believe they power bombed Ryback through a table. And that was during the time where they were saying CM Punk hired them to fight injustice. The early days of the shield. But that was their first first match. Then um, they gave four and a half to the Shield versus Evolution. Uh, the first match at Extreme Rules. I think that was the better of the two. Even though Payback they had that spot where Seth Rollins uh, jumped out of the... He was on the second floor of the arena and jumped down uh, with a high crossbody. Remember that. Another match they uh, say that Meltzer was very high on was Roman Reigns versus Cesaro on a uh, random November 16th in 2015 on Monday Night Raw. It was uh, the quarterfinal match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Tournament um, where Cesaro actually, well, Reigns ended up winning the tournament, but that was just his step up. Who did he wrestling in? Was it him versus Dean? It was him versus Dean Ambrose. Yep. Um, can't forget the great feud with John Cena. Where, where John Cena, he, he got it out of Roman. Cena's still great on the mic and can really just, he can, he can push any, it seems like he can push any performer to be their best. During the uh, doing their program, like anybody that's wrestled John Cena has definitely came out better, um, and a lot can be said for people that wrestled Roman Reigns too. What was another one here? The Wyatt family versus the Shield tend to got a hit. That was a feud, I think. It, we didn't we didn't get the full the full potential of that. I felt like it, they had a lot more story to tell. But I since I guess they didn't see the Wyatt family as they saw the Shield the the trio that they had eventually all three of them are world champions, Grand Slam champions actually, all of them won every title there. Um, 
but the those group of guys, they all came up from FCW slash NXT together, and they tore the house down. Another forgot forgotten match between for Roman Reigns was uh, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at Fastlane 2015, and this was Daniel was hurt. This was starting to be the end of it for him. Roman won the Royal Rumble, but WWE had to pull the trigger and do something to help. They were trying everything to help the fans get along, which they should have been because the story was perfect from jump. But that could be discussed with somebody else in another time. But that match was great. I remember watching that match. Roman Reigns got the clean victory. Daniel Brown was trying to pass the torch without telling people like, yo, I'm hurt. There's things going on with me. I felt like uh we, we kinda did we, we kinda did DB a disservice, man. But uh you know how, how things are, you know, fans and dirt dirt sheets work. They give you perception of things and make you think what you really say is gonna change the direction of what WWE got planned. If you haven't known in history, it's, it's happened a lot. Unless some catastrophic thing happened, like one of your top stars where you got him penciled in for a WrestleMania match, decides to take his ball home and leave the night after the Royal Rumble, that's when you get a Daniel Bryan to actually get his chance to be the world champion. It might have happened eventually, either way, because the merchandise started moving. And the whole B-plus player thing was was excellent television. Um, let's keep it moving real quick, though. N- not going to keep y'all long today. I got a few things I got to do after this. But um, can we not forget the, the first WrestleMania 31, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar? For what that match was, and still the crowd was, this was the, the beginning of it, the beginning of it. We should have let the man smell the flowers while while he had the opportunity. Keeping it real, we we want him to come back, but we just don't know. We don't know how long it's going to be. But that first match with with him and Brock Lesnar, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I even, and it was even better when Seth Rollins came and cashed in his money in the bank, pulled the heist of the century of what they would call it. But, uh... That was an excellent match even before Seth Rollins got involved. The build from the match, Brock was ready to play. Like, this match was dope, man. Then we have a uh, another four and a half banger where it was uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose at Fastlane 2016. And this match was to see who's going to wrestle Triple H in the main event at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. They did 100,000. Man, that's a huge... I went to WrestleMania this year, and I was amazed that it was 80,000 people in that building. Like, being there, you don't really realize it. One, until you try to get an Uber to go back to your hotel room. But, yo, they packed the house for, for, for that one. Um... We can't forget Extreme Rules 2016 where we had WWE Champion Roman Reigns coming against newcomer, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. AJ said it himself, people, he had a perception 
of some of the talent in WWE until he got in the ring himself and worked with them and see the work in the in the work they do. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of there's a lot of indie guys that never had the taste of of being here with with the top guys and being in that that top spot and really knowing how how thing goes in the E, man. But uh I I like the little program they did with uh with AJ and Roman. I wish they would have just went ahead and had him as heel AJ, even though it'd have been hard because the Bullet Club was very, very, very hot when AJ came over to the WWE. Then we had another one here. I don't know if you remember the uh, Survivor Series match 2016 where it was Team Raw. Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens, and they went against AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, and Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon was going for that uh his patented coast to coast. And Roman speared Woo speared the life out of him. I think I think didn't he didn't he end up with a concussion that night? That was one of the hardest Hitting spears, Goldberg never even hit a spear like that, G. Like that was that was stiff. That's what they call it, stiff. Then uh, how can we forget SummerSlam 2017, Fatal Four Way with Roman, Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, and Braun Strowman. That was like 20 minutes. It was a 20 minute car wreck. Like imagine being on the interstate. And you get caught in a 20-car pileup. That's what it looked like. Uh, Samoa Joe was slamming people through tables. Braun was slamming people through tables. Brock ended up getting the win, but... Another match that, with those four components, everybody had their chance to shine. Then the Fatal Five-Way... from 2017 also at Stream Rules to see who's going to go against uh, Brock Lesnar next for Great Balls of Fire. That was Roman, Finn, Seth, Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt. I believe Joe ended up winning that to get that match. Um, But you had the locker room leader in this match directing traffic. Can't say enough about him. But, uh, That's that's pretty much it with uh, the Roman Reigns matches. I know I'm very somber because I ain't going to front. That jump hit me hard. Um, I know everybody has family members um, that has some medical issues and passed away to diseases like this. You can only just wish, wish the best for them, you know. Pray if you do. If that's your thing, you do pray for them. Those that get hurt. I mean, I just I just hope he's better. Um, next week we'll we'll definitely go back into a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more happiness. I haven't totally decided which which pay per view I might do. Maybe I'll do one of these Roman Reigns uh paper, or one of these us uh, matches recently that we just talked about. Maybe watch the whole pay per view, see how it was overall. But uh, 
as always, Twitter and Instagram, it is V.Dot underscore the underscore DJ. Snapchat is DJ V.Dot 757. Let me know some of your best uh, Roman Reigns matches. Um, also, let's, 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 send, let's send some prayers up to uh, his cousin, Samu, um, where that just came out today. He's battling stage four cancer. The uh, Anunuai family, man, is uh, we've lost a lot of them at, at very young ages. Yokozuna, Umaga, uh, Rosie from Three Minute Warning. So let's just 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 look out for them. Um, I'll catch up with y'all next week. I'll give a little bit more. Got some hollow. I got a Halloween party or October birthday party to do Sunday. I'll definitely post some things on my Snapchat with that. Other than that, hey, y'all take it easy, man. And I'll see y'all next week.